0: i Sounds- Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun filled episode of In Black and Right here on a WTF Friday. (laughs) Howdy, hi, folks. Yes, welcome again. Welcome to WTF Friday here on In Black and Right. We're once again uh, doing our simulcast uh, here on Facebook Live and also for our audio podcast, which will be up a little later this afternoon. Uh, As always, I am Jerry Brooks, your host, your tour guide through the alternate universe, which is Joe Biden's America, and also happy to be the baby-faced assassin for freedom for freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of association, and all the other freedoms our great constitution provides for us. Now if you happen to be catching us uh, live right now on Facebook Live, you can always send us a message, send us a comment, say hi, where are you from, anything you want to. Just so long. Keep it clean, people, please. Uh, Anyway, so yes. It's gonna be an interesting one. Uh, we've had quite the week for sure, uh, but not s- but so much in the last 24 hours. Uh, we've had yesterday the resignation of British Prime Minister Boris Johnson after the mass exodus and resignations of many of his cabinet level ministers and officials. But it's now taken a more tragic turn on the world stage with the assassination yesterday of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Uh, Prime Minister Abe was doing a speech in the town of Nara, Japan when his assassin shot him from behind with a shotgun. Now this is just kinda crazy to me because in Japan, Japanese laws regarding guns gun laws are seriously I mean seriously strict in Japan and I'm reading the article of the circumstances under which Prime Minister Abe was assassinated and oh my goodness and before I get into sort of the heart of the story uh, just to let you know folks you can always contact us by email with questions or comments at in black and right at gmail.com or you can always go to our website in black uh see what's going on there uh, we're just a few weeks away from heading to Texas for CPAC Texas and boy is it going to get real interesting there and I might comment on that a little later uh, but I want to get into the tragic the tragic assassination of Prime Minister Abe Now, President Trump had himself a good working relationship with Prime Minister Abe and considered him a dear friend. And uh, Prime Minister Abe also had the distinction of being the longest serving prime minister uh, in the history of Japan, but had to resign uh, in 2020 because of health reasons. But what really is just blowing my mind here is the fact that he was assassinated with a gun and as I mentioned Japan's gun laws their gun control laws are incredibly strict I mean they rarely see more than 10 gun deaths gun related violence deaths per year now that's amazing for a nation like Japan heavily industrialized first world now there is no really a second amendment in Japan so that's not something that you know they deal with but yeah it it was just sad to hear about that now police in Japan have caught the shooter and he is being questioned and so on and will go through Japan's legal process but that's really sad because uh, Prime Minister Abe, <coughs> uh, and well, actually, Japan in general, we've had pretty good relations with the Japanese uh, ever since the end of World War II. And that's uh, just one of those things that it really saddens me when you hear about the death of a world leader wh- whom we've had good relations with, with their nation but an assassination from a guy who wasn't even in office I mean I don't know what the motivation was I don't know what the reasoning was for whoever did this to assassinate Shinzo Abe but man oh man this is the crazy world we live in and for a country like Japan with it's in incredibly strict gun laws to have this type of thing happen it's just a little bit mind-blowing to me. So, to the people of Japan, you know, I send my condolences and pay my respects to the people of Japan over the brutal assassination of Prime Minister Abe. And that's pretty sad right there. But... but one thing that's really interesting and really ticking me off I mean now that we're a little closer to home what is going on in the Lone Star State of Texas I don't understand what the problem is with Governor Abbott I don't understand what's going on with this guy and I say this with a whole lot of love because I'm gonna be in Texas in a few weeks I have a lot of friends in the Lone Star State it's a great place I've been there before but what is going on in Greg Abbott's mind and I say this because of a story from just the news now yesterday well actually going back a little bit Uh. On Tuesday this week there were three Texas counties right along the border that have declared an emergency they've declared an invasion at the southern border and now and they've had it done by a judge it has the support of county sheriffs mayors county commissions yes go but the problem is Going to Austin to try to get Governor uh, Abbott to sign off on it was like, why are you hesitant, sir? Why? What is the problem here? Now, and I want to read a little bit of this story. Because it's it's considered a major escalation, but it doesn't go far enough and this is from uh, yesterday in a major escalation to address the border crisis Texas governor Greg Abbott ordered National Guard troops and state troopers on Thursday to arrest illegal immigrants and forcibly return them to the border now Abbott's executive order comes two days after half a dozen wary Texas counties and this is growing folks it's growing it, it went from three now it's up to half a dozen and it could be even more before this is over but uh, Abbott's new action shops stopped short of declaring an invasion an invocation under the US Constitution that would allow him to use state militia to defend against the wave of illegal immigrants and keep them from crossing now there had to be a lot of political pressure Placed on Abbott just to get this. But the problem is still, it doesn't go far enough. Yeah, National Guard, Texas State troopers can arrest them and forcibly take them to Del Rio, Eagle Pass, somewhere, but not actually kick them out. Now I do not I just don't get it. I really don't get it. Why is Greg Abbott, the governor of one of the biggest states in the country, a very influential and important state for a variety of reasons, why won't he defend his own border? He talks a good game, but he always comes up just a little bit short. And believe you me, there are a lot of county sheriffs, and other county officials who have got to be scratching their heads I mean I'm scratching my head and I live in Florida what is it that is Abbott is afraid of what is it I don't know I'm not in, I don't live in Texas I don't live in Austin I can't read Governor Abbott's mind but something just plain isn't right it's not I mean he would get amazing amounts of support from the people of Texas if he actually declared an invasion he would get help from other states sending other sending law enforcement people to be deputized to help these counties these border sheriffs but why that's gonna be a question I'm gonna be asking and asking and asking why governor Abbott are you not taking care of the people of your beautiful state why why won't you declare an invasion i mean in arizona another important border state and it's important for other reasons as well and i'll get into something that happened recently in arizona but yeah this is just weird we've got an invasion it's pure and simple kerry lake who's running for governor republican governor of arizona has already said and made it quite clear should she become governor the first after she is sworn in on day one she would declare an invasion officially she doesn't care about the DOJ doesn't care about Biden doesn't care about Merrick Garland doesn't care about any of these yahoo's she's going to protect the people of her state I don't know I just truly do not know what's going on in his head uh in governor abbott's head about this i mean yeah title 42 might still be there but doesn't mean much because there are still people coming and coming and coming it's invasion usa 2022 and the democrats and their arrogance their elitism their condescension and frankly they're just racism especially in the media can't seem to grasp through their thick freaking heads why hispanics in this country don't like biden don't trust the democrats and as a sign right there in their face the 34th congressional district and myra flores you go girl apparently the new york times and their annoying little article which read the headline the rise of the far right latina no it's not just latinas it's latinos period this is why because of lame border policy and inflation and all sorts of other things it's not just immigration and it's not just in texas this is why mark kelly is a vulnerable Democrat in Arizona, because he's running for Senate, and places that have huge Hispanic populations, like Texas, like Arizona, like Nevada, because Cortez Masto is actually very vulnerable herself. And she's going up against Adam Laxalt, the former Attorney General of Nevada, uh, and I met him a few years ago when I lived in Nevada, Northern Nevada, that is, so yeah. I don't know what the deal is, Texas. Wake the heck up, buddy. Get up, get get up and get going. I mean, Governor Abbott, sign the dang thing. Let Ken Paxton, your attorney general, deal with the griping, the moaning, and the complaining of the Biden administration. Let him deal with it. I mean, good grief. It's not like he hasn't sued them before. <laughs> it's just he it, it, sued them before. So yeah, this is crazy do get do your dang job forget the i mean are you i, I mean if you're going to wait for the election to get reelected and you're worrying about governor Abbott i don't know what you're worrying about i don't know if it's the establishment republicans there in texas because already uh you got enough problems because the texas gop has already done its resolution and has declared biden as illegitimate so i don't think you're worrying so you don't have to worry so much about the support from republicans but oh well here we go we'll have to keep an eye on that one but interestingly enough talking about elections now this is interesting now Arizona Maricopa County where I used where I did live at one time in Phoenix Now they came up with just oh oh My goodness, you want to talk about pretty ballsy? now Maricopa County their uh, GOP executive committee Came up with their own resolution declaring that Biden is illegitimate and the 2020 election was stolen right in in solidarity with the texas gop and it's spreading apparently uh it's not just maricopa county not just arizona i believe there are similar uh the similar uh resolutions in wisconsin uh they're trying to get it to uh the wisconsin legislature uh, they don't have any stones. They don't have any. <coughs> they, they, they don't have anything. They just don't have the c- political will or courage to do what they need to do. So, Maricopa County, uh, the GOP there, they said, "Nope, we're standing in solidarity with our Texas friends. We're not. We're not accepting uh, Biden's win. He is not a legitimate. He's not the legitimate winner." so that speaks to election integrity but along the same line another story that i found here yeah there we go now states oh well you want to talk about some election integrity issues oh my goodness hang on a second let me <laughs> oh this is kind of dark in here okay there we go <laughs> there we are little little more light on the subject because it looks like we've got ourselves a uh, (laughs) another storm heading our way here in uh, our headquarters here in North Central Florida but it's interesting now when you're talking about election integrity another story uh, just from just the news and the headline reads state target ...states target independent election watchdogs with reprisals to deter deter scrutiny of of irregularities. Oh my goodness, I do not know what is wrong with me today. But yes, apparently some states are annoyed with uh, folks like uh, True the Vote, Georgia being one of them. And now they're saying, hey back off. We're going to have our elections the way we want. And yet apparently the concept of transparency has is lost on these people. I mean, Wisconsin Election Commission finds an outside election integrity monitor for frivolous complaints, quote unquote. While the Democrat Attorney General of Washington state has submitted a complaint to the Washington State Bar about an election watchdog lawyer <sighs> well folks hmm this tells me they're getting ready the Democrats are going to get ready and do whatever they possibly can to screw with the midterms they're going to do anything they can to get their people elected and they're not going to care about legislatures. They're not going to care about laws. They're not going to care about any rules. They're just going to find their allies, especially if they're election supervisors in their respective counties. They're going to do whatever they can. It's uh, it, it's amazing what these people are willing to do. Um, we've already had... Arizona and the things that they're going through Brinovich burned his bridges. He didn't get Trump's endorsement. Uh, Blake Masters did for uh, for the U.S. Senate. So yeah, between Arizona and New Mexico not New Mexico. Good grief. Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan all of these other states that had all kinds of problems with all kinds of shenanigans going on uh flaunting the law flipping a middle finger to anything uh that wasn't involved uh, had to involve the state legislature i'm like this is no your day of reckoning is coming it's going to be november the 8th and from there it's just gonna build 2024 is coming Trump is going to announce, he's going to announce in the fall, I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how, but he's going to run and all of y'all who had problems, uh, yeah, you are definitely going to need blood pressure meds real bad because it's just going to offend you and get you all upset. You, I mean, I don't want anybody to get A heart attack or anything. I mean, take it from somebody who survived one. I said, "Mm mm-mm. But you're just going to have to deal with reality because payback is coming. The MAGA Revenge Tour is coming. And it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be epic. Yay, happy, happy. So... So yeah, so keep an eye out because there's going to be more. There's going to be more stories out there about how certain states are going to really try and screw over the elections in November. Florida is pretty dang secure. Governor DeSantis already has put in place new laws, uh, a new agency to handle any potential. Uh, irregularities especially down in South Florida uh, I don't think Broward counties or Palm Beach counties going to get crazy like they have in the past because there will be people who will investigate you and if you're gonna get crazy you and if you've done anything wrong against state law you will be dealt with properly yay happy woohoo! So I don't really worry so much about Florida, but there are other states that you watch. I mean Pennsylvania, they're going to pull something they're I believe they're going to try to pull something or they're in the process of pulling something to get their pieces into place because the end game for the Democrats this November is saving their sorry butts or at the very least try to mitigate some of the damage that's coming and to stop the bleeding because democrats are staying away from biden like he's got the plague or COVID or whatever i mean heck even ohio democrats didn't want to be anywhere near biden i mean he is nuclear he is toxic he's got lousy ratings lousy poll numbers so yeah this is pretty this to me says volumes and I don't care what the media says I don't care because they've covered up for this clown for over a year and a half it's now time to have reality just kick in and just show them for who they are what they are and what they represent but to kind of finish out the day I'm like folks this we have a culture in this country that is about as messed up upside down inside out as you could possibly get seriously and no more of an example that I saw and I'm not and I'm so glad I can't play this messed up video from this state senator from Rhode Island, a Democrat a woman named Tiara Mack, a black woman who apparently goes on TikTok trying to get votes by wearing a very suggestive bikini and she's twerking on her head she's twerking upside down and I'm just like I wouldn't have believed it unless I actually saw it and I thought to myself oh sweet Lord have mercy this is what some Democrats are doing to elicit votes twerking upside down and putting it on TikTok, on social media. I'm like, decency is out the window, folks. I mean, it's bad enough when you have a black woman, and I'm just gonna speak as a black man. Now, it's bad enough. Black women are essentially treated as nothing more than sexual objects. I mean, I've seen Beyonce. Cardi B others and I'm thinking to myself girl what is wrong with you what the Sam hell is wrong with you girl I mean that's a lovely outfit you're almost wearing but if she's trying to if if this Tiara Mac is trying to be some kind of role model for young black women I will tell you right now as someone who has six girls two nieces four great nieces I love them as if they were my daughters but if they were gonna do something like that to try to get some attention or get some kind of votes I would be on the phone to them and I would pretty much rip them a new one you are not meet you are not to be objectified If you're going to be a member of this family, no. You are not going to go around advertising that you're cheap and easy. Oh no, I will chew them out. And if necessary, I will take a trip to the West Coast and I will do it directly to their face. This is ridiculous. You're smart. I mean, when I think about this, if... I had to choose between who would I want my girls to be more like this tiara mac twerking like some kind of fool or someone say like a Candace Owens who is beautiful she is smart she is tough I would love to meet her I would love to interview her I mean if anybody knows her who's watching this or you know please I would love it I would be honored this Candace Owens is the type of young black woman. I would want my girls to grow up to be She's independent. She's empowered. She's a wife. She's a mom and I'm very blessed that my nieces are Amazing. They're gorgeous. They're smart super smart they are independent they are savvy they work hard they're great moms. They're great wives. To my nephews. And yes. I am proud of them. More than I could ever say. But this T.R. Mac. I'm just going. Dang girl. It's like. Did your mama just not teach you. What it was like to act like you got some damn sense. Seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm a little rough folks but when I see something like this on TikTok I'm going oh man my friends I don't know if it's our culture is decadent it's just going right down the tubes and spiraling in spiraling down to the pit of hell I mean, that's the only way I can put it. I'll, I'm so oftentimes speechless when I see this sort of thing. A- and that's bad enough. That is bad enough. But there is worse, I am sad to say. And this is right in the whole education groomer category total groomer now this is a story from Fox News that comes from Washington State I used to live there many moons ago but I read the headline and I thought to myself what the hell now Washington State school board director to teach sexual pleasure class to nine-year-olds okay that's not the entire headline the next three words Of the headline shows you how messed up the education establishment is and groomers and everything I mean it's just nuts now Washington State School Board director to teach sexual pleasure class to nine-year-olds at a sex shop an adult bookstore holy crap and hang hang on to this uh, Hang, on. I'm a, parents if you are watching this now or you're gonna watch it later and especially if you happen to live in Washington State you should be 50 shades of pissed because this is where your public money your tax dollars are going in the education field this is crazy now, I'm just going to read a little bit of this, but not the whole thing, but I'll read selected sections because this will tell you how messed up the education system truly is. A Washington State school board director, a director of a school board, mind you. Okay, keep this in mind. A school board director, public educated, public education probably voted by the people of this and this is coming from Bellingham Washington Bellingham Washington which I believe is Whatcom County (sighs) oh my gosh hang on for this one a Washington State School Board director who owns a sex shop is making headlines after announcing she will teach sex education classes for children as young as nine that's about third grade maybe second grade but Teaching children as young as nine on topics such as sexual anatomy for pleasure, quote unquote, and safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities, quote unquote. A school board director, folks. Hello. Oh, and it gets weirder and more perverse. And this is coming from the story by Fox and... The class for 9 to 12-year-olds is an introduction to topics related to relationships, puberty, bodies, and sexuality. We focus on what makes healthy versus unhealthy friendships and romantic relationships. The science of how puberty works, consent and personal boundaries, defining sex and discussing why people may or may not choose to engage in sexual activities quote unquote from Jen Mason the owner of the wink wink sex shop in Bellingham Washington and the school board director for the Bellingham School District hello or more like oh hell are you kidding me if you're a parent in the Bellingham School District and you found this out, it's like, uh, not just no, not just hell no, this would be more in the line of, are you out of your damn mind? Seriously? Teaching 9 to 12 year olds about sex in a sex shop and you're the and you're the school board director for a school for an entire school district. Groomer, groomer, big time groomer. I'm like, and this woman, this Jen Mason, is talking straight and sober as a judge and serious about it. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's basically off-campus grooming. It's just like teachers in California who are currently being sued by a parent whose daughter was essentially brainwashed and into gender dysphoria and wanted to hide her transition into being a trans transsexual from her mother these teachers actively told her to keep this information from her parents I mean you want to talk about some serious child abuse not psychological child abuse period end of discussion on that one but the fact that at a adult store where 18 year olds where you can't even get in there until unless you're 18 you're teaching this to 9 to 12 year olds Uh, 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 I'm just blown away I cannot wrap my brain around this I just can't I just can't this does not make one lick of sense but of course in the mind of a groomer everything makes sense so long as it's perverse and it's hidden and everything else and they're gonna these people cannot be reasoned with they must be stopped that must be stopped cold so yeah parents get going in over there in Bellingham find out what the hell's going on and get out there and just be vocal I don't care if this woman's gonna call the FBI or Homeland Security and you know, say, well, I'm being threatened by all these parents and they're domestic terrorists. It's like, screw it. These people need to be stopped and stopped cold. Period. No reasoning, no compassion, no empathy for these people. They just need to be stopped, stopped cold, and stopped hard, and stopped right now. No apologies, no regrets. Oh, can can you understand what kind of world we are leaving to our kids when you see and hear about stuff like this the mainstream media will never tell you this they never have they never will because they are complicit in it they're totally complicit and I don't care what anybody says these people are are sick, they're twisted, they're demonic, they're perverse, and what they want to do to the next generation of kids to turn them into full-blown gender dysphoric messes, I don't care. You can call me whatever the heck you want, but I'm going to speak out against it as long as I have breath in my body. It's that simple. So get over it now, get over it later, but whatever, because you're not going to stop me enough said so with that in mind folks have yourself a terrific weekend you can check us out on you can check out the podcast on any major platform or even minor platform we're on we're on the plat we're on all platforms just look for in black and right and my name Jerry Brooks you can type it in search for it follow us follow uh, subscribe to our website do uh, we just want to uh, reach out to as many people as possible to tell you the things that the mainstream media will not and on that note take care have a fantastic weekend God bless and remember as always Patriots come in all colors